morning and welcome to Starting Right with Danny Mac. I'm going to be here every Monday to Friday to help you get a great five-minute start to your day. So grab your cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and let me help you start your day right. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Friday Roundup. We're going to take a look at our episodes from this week and just give you a quick summary of them. So let's get right into it, taking a look at Monday. On our Music Monday episode, we talked about a song from Torn Wells called When We Pray. It's reminded to us of several things, including that our prayers are important, that God wants us to communicate with Him through prayer, and that when we pray, it's not just a one-way communication. Prayer is talking to God and then also allowing Him to talk to us. One of the scriptures we looked at was Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. We're instructed there, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank Him for what He has done. And then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything we can understand. His peace will guard your hearts and minds as you live in Christ Jesus. And from the song, the lyrics there remind us that all the world starts changing when the church starts praying. Strongholds start to break when we pray. Prison walls start shaking at the sound of praising. Nothing stays the same. God wants us to pray and to communicate with Him. So keep praying and keep believing, because when we pray, powerful things happen. Tuesday's episode was called Supporting Players. Most of us are very familiar with the big names of the Bible. You know, Abraham, Moses, David, Peter, Paul, and of course, Jesus. But there are many lesser-known people who are just as important to God's plan. In Colossians chapter 4, verses 7 to 10, he mentions four people, and we looked at three of them. Let me just read it to you. Verse 7 says, Tychicus will give you a full report about how I am getting along. He is a beloved brother and faithful helper who serves with me in the Lord's work. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, to let you know how we are doing and to encourage you. I'm also sending Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, one of your very own. He and Tychicus will tell you everything that's happening here. Aristarchus, who is in prison with me, sends you his greetings, as does Mark, Barnabas's cousin. We looked at three of those people, and we looked at how each of those people had impacted Paul's life and why they were important to him. Tychicus, he was Paul's messenger. He was entrusted by Paul to get the word out. Many people believe that Tychicus was the mailman who carried Paul's letters with him to deliver to the churches. He was important for Paul's ministry to continue while he was still in prison. Then he talked about Onesimus, calling him a faithful and beloved brother, one of your own people. Again, someone that Paul trusted, someone who had proven himself to be faithful to God and to Paul in his ministry. And then he mentioned Aristarchus. Aristarchus was in prison with Paul. He was someone who saw him every day and had become a close friend to Paul while he was still in prison. Each of those three men were important to Paul because they impacted his life and they helped Paul to keep strong and focused and to continue the work of Paul even though the physical limitations of being in prison were imposed upon him. The word continued to get out. God calls very few to be the headliners, the ones who are in front of the crowds, leading the crusades and pastoring the churches. But God needs so many that are the supporting players, surrounding those people that he's called to lead and helping them to accomplish what they are called to do. God needs all of us to be involved in his body so that his truth can get out to those who need to hear it, and many more can come to Christ. 
and he needs everybody involved in building his kingdom. Wednesday's episode was called, Ice Cream is Good for the Soul. We looked at Proverbs chapter 22 and verse 6 that says, Train up a child in the way he should go, when, when he is old, he will not depart from it. We shared the story from a mother who talked about her daughter in a restaurant, who asked to say the grace before the meal. When she prayed, she mentioned in her prayer that not only is God great and good, she would also really appreciate it if God encouraged her mother to get some ice cream for her after the meal. Most of the patrons in the restaurant who heard this prayer smiled and accepted it for what it was, a beautiful child's prayer. But there was one lady there who got upset. This is the problem with America today, she said. Children don't even know how to pray. Imagine this child asking for ice cream. The young girl, whose name was Mandy, was taken aback and asked her mother if what she had prayed for was wrong. Her mother assured her it wasn't. Then an elderly gentleman walked up to her and said, I happen to know that God thought that was a great prayer. And then, still speaking to Mandy, he said in a loud whisper, while looking at the woman who had earlier criticized Mandy, too bad she never asked God for ice cream. A little ice cream is good for the soul sometimes. The story didn't end there, though. At the end of their meal, Mandy did get her ice cream sundae. But when she looked at it, she thought for a moment and then got up and walked over to the lady who had criticized her and gave her that ice cream. She said, here, this is for you. Ice cream is good for the soul sometimes, and my soul is good already. We saw in that story how a child had been trained up in the way that she should go. She was not afraid to pray in that restaurant. She was not afraid to ask God for what she wanted. Her mother reinforced what she had done properly when the woman criticized her. And then when Mandy had the opportunity of her own volition, she decided to take the ice cream that she'd asked for for herself and give to this other woman, believing that it would have a greater impact on the woman than it would have on Mandy herself. She'd been trained up in the way that she should go, and Mandy was a beautiful example of God's love. Yesterday's episode was called Feeling You Don't Belong. I think we've all faced circumstances where we've walked into a room or met a group of people or attended a meeting, and somehow they gave us the impression that they didn't want us there. We were imposing or stepping into a place where we were not wanted. And yet, that's not something that we should ever, ever have to feel. The Bible tells us that we are God's children, that He loves us, that He's given us a place in His kingdom. And so we don't ever have to feel that we are unaccepted or unacceptable. Even if people seem to treat us that we are less than they are. 1 John 5.19 says, We know that we are children of God, and the whole world is under the control of the evil one. Yeah, there's a lot of evil going on around us, but we are God's children. We don't ever, ever have to feel like we don't belong, because we belong to the biggest family that there ever was. We belong to God as one of His children. We always belong. It's been a good week, my friends. It's been a very interesting week, and I hope that you've enjoyed it. And I hope that you have an opportunity to get to church for this weekend. Enjoy that as well and time with your family. Let God bless you and love you and encourage you. Take care, my friends, and we will talk again on Monday. Thank you for listening today. And I invite you to join me Monday to Friday right here on Starting Right with Danny Mack.